Welcome to the Ask Anything podcast because some things are better said than read. My name is Peter LaRuffa. Today I'm going to be answering this question. What does it mean to take the Lord's name in vain? I think it's a very important question. Sometimes people think about this topic and they're like, they roll their eyes, and actually as they do so, they probably use the Lord's name in vain, which we'll talk about in a minute. But People think this is not that big of a deal, or this is maybe something that's really fundamental, uh, fighting fundies, uh, old school conservative Christians really care about this stuff, but this is like, we got bigger fish to fry than stuff like this. Uh, Let me just read to you from Exodus chapter 20, which is where we get the Decalogue, the Ten Commandments, uh, specifically commandment number three, uh, which begins at Exodus 20 and verse seven, says this, do not misuse the name of the Lord your God, because the Lord will not leave anyone unpunished who misuses his name. Did you realize it was stated with such, like, there's a heavy weight attached to it. It's not just a just because, which we still should obey because it's God's rule, but it literally says the Lord will not leave anyone unpunished who misuses his name. Uh, This is a big deal. This is worth considering. And so I really appreciate the question. uh, And it's given me a lot to think about too, as to how would I, how would I go about answering this question? Well, first of all, I think I would say this, there's a difference between the name of God and any other name. And you might say, well, duh, yes, it's God. No, but I mean, seriously, God represents that his name is Uh, his character, God's character is reflected in his name in a way that other names, uh, it doesn't work for other names. So for example, let's say you know me pretty well, and you're talking to someone else about me, all good things, of course, and you say, oh, that's so Peter. Okay, now, you know Peter LaRuffa, and so the other person knows Peter LaRuffa, and you're uh, hopefully laughing about something and saying, oh yeah, that's so Peter. If I would say, oh, that's so, that's vintage Sarah. But in reality, what you're saying applies to Peter LaRuffa. It does not apply to anybody named Peter. What I'm saying applies to Sarah, to someone specifically that we know, someone in common that we know and that hopefully we love and care for. And we're saying, oh, that's so fill in the blank. That's so Ed. That's so Bob. That's so Sarah. That's so Peter. But it's not broadly applied to anybody with that name. But God's name is different. God's character is reflected in his name. And this can be seen throughout the scriptures, but I'll give you a couple of examples. Think about Psalm 8 and verse 1, which says, O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. And so we're told from the word of God that his very name means majesty. It describes him. He is majestic. Uh, consider in Matthew chapter 6, when Christ is teaching us how to pray in what is called commonly the Lord's Prayer, uh, right in the beginning, right? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Holy is your name. We know that God's name reflects the fact that he is holy. And we could go on and on, but that's something that's worth uh, thinking about, is that there's something different about the name of God, many things, but chiefly among them is this, There are some things that are uh, depicted by the name of God that reflect his very character, that are universally true about him, and you can't say that about another name, right? Because not everybody's like Peter LaRuffa, not everybody's like Tom Smith, not everybody is like, you know, Jennifer so-and-so, it varies. But with God, that's not the case, because his name reflects his constant and consistent character. Um, I think sometimes people think using the name of the Lord in vain uh, only means using it flippantly, Uh, and it certainly does mean that to a certain extent, but I want to actually broaden our perspective today and think of it this way. I think any use of God's name that reflects poorly on him is really using his name in vain. 
It's not necessarily just how you said his name and in what context you said his name, but really anytime that we are poorly representing Christ, we're using his name in vain. Why? Well, because if you claim to be a Christian, right? If you claim to be a follower of Christ, a Christian, a Christian, you're claiming that he's made a huge impact on your life, that he saved you, that you're being, you've been born from above, that you're being changed to be more like him and less like yourself. And therefore, when we take the name of Christ as a Christian, um, but then act in a way that is contrary to what he would do or poorly reflects upon him, I think that could also be an example of us uh, taking his name in vain. That's something for us to think about. Um uh, Luke 6.46, Jesus himself says, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I tell you to do? Right? It's an obvious, it's a question like, why would you call me Lord, but then not do the things I'm telling you to do? And so when we misrepresent Jesus, and I mean when we misrepresent Jesus intentionally, like we're choosing to do wrong, we're choosing to sin, even when we misrepresent him ignorantly, and we don't understand that we are doing something that is mis, uh, that is not aligned with the Christ we say we represent. Uh, we are taking the Lord's name in vain. And so when Christians take the name of Jesus as their identity, right, that they've been born from above, they are followers of Christ, um, and then disobey him or misrepresent him, I think that's an example of taking his name in vain. I'm also reminded of Matthew 5, uh, verses 33 and following. So this is uh, in the Sermon on the Mount, and uh, Jesus says this. Again, you have heard that it was said to our ancestors, you must not break your oath, but you must keep your oaths to the Lord. But I tell you, don't take an oath at all, either by heaven because it is God's throne or by the earth because it is his footstool or by Jerusalem because it is the city of the great king. Do not swear by your head because you cannot make a single hair white or black. But verse 37, let your yes mean yes and your no mean no. Anything more than this is from the evil one. And there's lots we could say there, but I think the general thing that I want us to think about when it comes to that passage of Scripture is God is calling us to be people who can be taken at our word. We are people of the word, and we should be taken at our word. So there should never be a need for us to have to add on something. In this case, could be, I swear to God, or I, 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 no, no, I'm, I'm really serious, because we should be people who we say what we mean, and we mean what we say. That doesn't mean there's no place for humor. That doesn't mean there's no place for lighthearted joking around. I'm not saying that at all. But generally speaking, we should mean what we say and say what we mean. And so if we find ourselves in a situation where we think it would be helpful to add on something to really have people take us seriously, that's actually a pretty big character question. Why do I feel the need to uh, have an adder to what I just said? I have to add on something so that people will take me seriously. Is it perhaps because uh, my character is such that uh, that which I said, sometimes true, sometimes not true, and so I need people to know this is uh, a really serious thing. And so people will say, I swear, or uh, I, I would, you know, and there's a bunch of things that people say that they would swear to make sure that you uh, believe them. And so I think the question there, it's really more of a question of character. It's not so much, uh, and it, always it's the heart of the matter is the matter of the heart, right? It's not so much what did you say and why did you use that word, but why do you feel the need to express yourself in that way? Why 
does it bring an added sense of value or an added sense of truthfulness if you express yourself and then add on that you swear by someone, either by the Lord or by something else? And so I think that's an important thing for us to uh, think through. I really appreciate the question. Uh, it's something that's fairly elementary to Christians, like not taking the Lord's name in vain. And so, like I said earlier, I think people can just let it roll off their backs. But as you hear from the Word of God, God takes this very seriously. And so we should take seriously what He takes seriously. Thanks for listening to the Ask Anything podcast. To submit a question or support the podcast at any time, look for the link in the description or in my bio. Your support and your questions are greatly appreciated.